begins now. Capital 263. Hey, yo, hold up, what up, what up, yo, yo, hey, hey. Welcome to Nine on Nine and the other guys. Um, this is the best show on Capital 263. I'm totally messing up this in- intro today. Um, because Musa was talking and that's kind of... <laughs> Are you with me right now? I'm starting with you right now, bro. Um, you're listening to Nana and the other guys on Capital 263. Free to say, free to do it. The best podcast network in Zim. Because you you're the only podcast network oh, in Zim. Oh, great. Yeah. There we go. Put it and, there. <laughs> all right. And today we have got a special guest with us who has got a nickname in my phone or had a nickname in my phone. And her nickname in my phone was Bible Study Bay. All right. Hey. Wow. <laughs> I'll tell wow. you. I'll tell you. I'll, wow. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you the story why she got Bible study bay um, at that time. And we've got. All right. And then we've got Mona Lisa. How are you doing today? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. How all right. Are you? And we've got. I'll skip her. And we've got Musa. What's popping, bruh? What's popping, G? Besides your booty okay. when you were twerking? <laughs> were you looking at my booty? Is that what? Like, this is my field of vision, bruh. Great. All right. And we have got the guest today. Who used to be called Bible Study Bay? Uh, she's the guy, the same name as Mona Lisa, which means that her name is Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa, who? Mona Lisa Dube. Is that w- that's what she meant, right? I don't. Do you oh, have another sender <laughs> or something? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> We've got Mona Lisa Dube from ZFM and a whole lot of other things. We'll get into today. She's actually our first. What do we call them? Yeah, honorary Nookie. other guy. Nookie guest. Nookie, Nookie guest. guest. Nookie guest. Nookie guest. Yes. Yes. What is oh, that? that's dope. That's um, what... Nai and the other guys, so oh. you know, yeah, yeah, noogie. Ooh, so I'm hanging with the cool kids, then. sort of, um, okay, kind of, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. You've just become cooler from hanging with us now, turns All right. out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you guys got the same name, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. the only thing that differentiates you are your surnames, which are both animals. Oh, straight, Dube is an animal, yeah. Oh, dope. Yeah, it's like a zebra, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a zebra, it's not like a zebra, it's a zebra, <laughs> it's a zebra. What you're and she's also yellow, and I'm dark. Yeah, it's not like black and yellow, but a Wiz Khalifa song here all of a sudden. <laughs> but anyway, welcome and thank you for joining us today. I want to say a big thank you to everyone who's been listening. Uh, Tariro uh, has been a great guy. Chenge, who else has been listening you guys know? Who want to give shout-outs to? My mother. Y- yeah, and my shout Yes. And uh, yeah, that's me. And me as well. Yeah, yes. And, and then there's you. You person. And- and then thank, me. thank you, Mona Lisa Dube, for listening to our show. Yes, I feel yeah. like you're going to be saying mm. Mona Lisa Dube the whole show in order to different. Right. Just call her Lisa, bruh. Yeah, yes, Lisa yeah. works. Lisa, Lisa I like works. Lisa. So, <laughs> so let's let's get into about a week ago. Yeah. No. Imagine if I said Mona Lisa too. You've got a boyfriend, bruh. And yeah, Lisa, probably Lisa's got that scary face because you know, like, what does that even mean? That if we tell you to talk, we're going to hell. That's what it means. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. Why don't Why don't you try? Oh, okay, no. fine. Oh, let's go, Lisa. Twerk. Oh my gosh, she's got this blank face. Like, not no. today, Chad. Not today, bro. Ever. Oh, oh my god. Okay. All right, let's get into about a week ago, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Yo, 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 what up? This is your boy Musa Saruro, and you're listening to Nayo Nayo and the other guys here on Capital 263. Alright, so if your boyfriend or boo or bay or glucose guardian or uh, glucose bless, guardian, yes, like, like, uh, that's like a cool name of sugar, sugar dead. Sugar dead. Sugar dead. Oh, sugar, real? Though? Yeah. 
Okay. That's the only way you can call it without sounding weird. All right. So if all of those people have not been setting up a lobola fund for you, yep. um, which every guy should do apparently. Yeah, because girls are now like, do you have a lobola fund like to pay for? fund? Yeah. Wow. That's like the money you save up for. I, I know what it is. Really though? I'm just saying. I know. I'm just surprised that it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, is it a thing? Hey, for us unmarried guys, yes. But so like from so your $400 you fund? Pardon? So from your $400 that you get per month, you remove like five bucks. Yeah. Depending on all the gold costs. Oh. Yeah. oh, so you already know or you're judging? Bruh, sometimes, sometimes you just know. If they're like, from oh, this is 10k, this is, 10K. This is 5k, this is 500. And this is never. <laughs> yo, yo. And yo, this is like for yo. sale. <laughs> like, so you already have a Lobola fund? Hell no. I don't know if I was supposed to put that. No, like, I'm supposed to. You are lying. We can see it on your face. I don't have you a Lobola fund. Lying. Anyway, you anyway. Live with your mother, what are you doing with that money? Watang. <laughs> <laughs> but leave me and my mama Mama's out. boy. Alright, okay, cool. So. There's nothing wrong with a mama's boy, right? I'm not are a mama's sure? boy. So why are you defending yourself? Exactly. Don't protest too much. Listen, about a week ago, <laughs> right? The state will no longer recognize the imaginary goats that people pay for you or that like make believe engagement <laughs> ring for Lobola. All right. There was a ruling that was made uh, about a week ago that pretty much means that if you have been living with someone, if it doesn't matter if it's been like a thousand years, if you've been living with someone, as long as there's no proof for Lobola or that you are married to this person you cannot get any inheritance or spousal support after yeah now this came because this uh former you are the one who does the news zek zek dude right some zek guy some zimbabwe electoral commission right? yes. yeah the guy had a wife and then i think he kind of like split up with his wife and he started he got with another woman and then when he died the other woman wanted the house and then the court said nah, nah you're not happening. gonna do it's not gonna happen Right. So basically, it means that, like, unless you're married to a person, you can't get anything. Now, my question is is this a fair thing? I mean, it depends on what context it is. I think it's very fair. But then at the same time, I think it starts getting tricky when, uh, if the other cohabiting partner had mm. put anything into the house in the first place. Oh, okay. So if she or he had put in, like, a garage or, like, French doors or, like, a big sauna or pool in there or whatever mm-hmm. so then obviously when it when it the time comes for you to like it's only the the first wife who gets it that's the question yeah. now could what i think it Why becomes are they an even issue doing that in the house that's not there exactly speaks the church girl yeah <laughs> like i don't know what what do you think i think it's fair because in our culture lobola is a real thing and you exactly. know parents want they make it a big deal mm-hmm. so there's so many people there's so many you know women out there that are out there to just get men's inheritance and i think it's fair like this is a woman that has probably invested so much in this man's life and then you just show up and then you want stuff and the man was not even polite enough to recognize you as his wife according to our culture so it's fair what if he couldn't recognize you because as the wife because maybe his family didn't want and the other wife's family didn't want and the law couldn't grant him that marriage because he was married to another woman already. no but then th- this ruling is not saying you have to go and register the the, the marriage as it was before they're just saying lobola but what if, what if the lobola wasn't done that's the thing, that's like, the thing. but, but then so you're living together is, if the man was recognizing you enough and you know if he had that much value on whatever that is you guys have he should have done something should have done it. something yeah. correct i don't know like if you if i've been living with a woman for 20 years yeah isn't that marriage enough 
Clearly not, no. according to our culture. Yeah. Mona? Yes. She shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're so quiet. What's going on? Because I agree with the other guys, with the newbies. Because here's the thing. It was this whole, if I stay with you for more than six months, I'm now your wife thing, mm -hmm. was giving way to a lot of unscrupulous marriages. Small houses. For example, yeah, a small house will target like, ooh, Musa, that's it today, that's it tomorrow. I could probably get a kid with this guy and lure him to my house for three months mm -hmm. and then I can rock up when he dies and say, hey, yo, this is my house now because, yeah. you know, this, this is my kids. Exactly. Because here's the thing, the core family has worked blood, sweat and tears. Says who? A woman like, is just gonna have look the fact that there was already another person who's married to this man. Uh -huh. Yes, uh -huh. who's, mar who's legally married or traditionally married. Mm -hmm. It means that should have been respected. Yeah, true. But this yeah. man did not respect that whatever institution enough to say, "Yo, go go away. I'm gonna go marry this other chick." Mm -hmm. They just decided, "Yo, I'm just gonna." Sow my seeds and whatever. So, so but so, it's also a disadvantage to people who are like cohabiting. Yes, because because that's where I was going to go. Because the judge said that living together is not the same as being married. But some people just don't have the money to get money to get married. But then they have been living together for a while. Then they should just jump in, knowing that even though I'm staying with Onai and mm. we're in love and we've decided not to get married, we're just gonna live together, whatever open relationship or whatever. I'm not going to get anything when he dies. Or Onai should just have a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm. But you, you know, with the way the world is going these days, mm. people are actually deciding I don't want to get married, but I do want to live with this guy. Which is where I then go to say, like in Zim in Africa, right? Uh, another question that I had, which kind of got me thinking, is in Zim, unlike maybe in the first world, there's got the lobola and then there's the wedding, white and wedding. then it's become a thing that you can't live with a person unless you've done the white wedding. So I wanted to ask, like. Is Lobala trading on too much? Is the wedding trading on too much? Which way should can we, should we just have one and consolidate one? Look, um, look the the way that I happened when I paid Lobola, right? Uh, <laughs> Did you whatever. swipe? <laughs> yeah. Goats. Um, Wait, who says married? Yes. Yeah. I just didn't wear the ring. She's now she's now looking at you different. You know, this, <laughs> with those married guys. This, this unmar unmarried girls look at guys who are married very different. Huh? But anyway. Anyway, um, it was like one of the one of the things that I was told after I paid Lopola was like the parents were there, uh, the relatives were there, my relatives were there, my person, the person that I was representing, my father was there, and friends were there. And one thing that I was told afterwards was like, um, at the end of the day, it also became a spiritual thing because they prayed over the lobola, they prayed over everything, and it became spiritual and God was there. So in essence, the witnesses were there, God was there, everything that was needed. So it is a marriage. So you don't have so to have a white face. What for? If you want to do it, you can. But, but then, um, is it right that churches are like saying you guys are not married until you have a white wedding? What not was, my church. What, what was there? What was there before, like New Old Testament? If we did it. No, but some example. churches say that if you can't afford a white wedding, you can have like go and register with the magistrate courts or something like yeah. that. Would you would you live without a white wedding, Mona Lisa? I actually she don't. I don't. I actually don't want one. Really? You're, yep. Yeah, we, we already know a person who wants a white wedding. <laughs> he, yeah. uh. For me, it's like a double ex I'm sorry, it's like a double expense. Because uh -huh. it's going to fork out, I don't know how much. <laughs> Why are you saying yeah. he is going to fork out? You want me to get married to a she? 
No, like why when why, why you say we are gonna fuck out? He is gonna he, what you mean? Like, Am I supposed, supposed to, to pay my own lobola? Oh no 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 Griffin, I thought you meant white wedding, sorry. Yes, anyway, no. as I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted <laughs> sorry, by Mr. Know It All. Okay. Uh he's gonna fork out a lot of money on the lobola process. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you're gonna have to do the whole white wedding and honeymoon thing. Which is gonna cost like I don't know, like a lot. I, I, why would I want to start scratching for Maria your goat meat okay. the moment I'm married to my guy right. when I could just save the white wedding money and probably go to whatever Hawaii or the Bahamas for my honeymoon because yeah. yeah. I think it's a, it's, it's a matter of belief what do you because some can just genuinely do the white wedding thing mm. and not do the lobola depending on your parents right. yeah. or you can just really? do the lobola some yeah. don't pay lobola yeah it depends yeah, with, the, some it depends white with how cool your people are and then some can just do the look, she's like, Mm-mm, not my family. No, no, yeah, that's like what I'm thinking. Like, oh, ultimately, ultimately, at the end of the day, God, these white weddings, I think we've made off topic. But anyway, white weddings are like, in my view, it's like, what are you going to do after that one day? Honeymoon. Because that one day, okay, honeymoon. Mm. Yeah. After the honeymoon, Moon. right? What? Honeymoons. Listen, <laughs> after that, right? Mm. Are you going to have enough money to build the house that you want? Or are you starting your marriage off in debt? Indeed, there we yeah. go. That's you a see, completely that's, different thing. That's, though. that's like a hectic kind of thing. That's the mindset that you really need to be able to prepare yourself for. Mm-hmm. If you're all for it, then that's cool. But if you But if if you know what you really want, if you know what your marriage is going to be about, then it can either be like Mona mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Lisa. Mm-hmm. So which means that people have to be okay when you're not invited to a particular wedding yes. because you want to cut, cut yeah. the cost exactly. maybe you really want to have a white wedding instead to have it small just have maybe 150 yes. but you know in our culture oh, it's that's a more? big thing but, eh, so he didn't invite me to his wedding something what like that, that yeah. Yeah. so mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was like 150 and I'm like that's small Cha, that's a whole lot of people to no, no, I said, <laughs> but, you know, um, <laughs> I, I, um, I wanted to say um, the thing with weddings now they've become sort of a uh, I've made it statement. Aye. So my mother wants me to have a white wedding so she can cook up Rwanda. Okay. My father yeah. wants so that the people can say, oh, yes, he has made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also want, because I also want to feel like, you know what? I've made it. Yes, that drama was, you know, whatever, Sachi and whatever, and I could, I danced to 7-Eleven and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's become um, sort of a statement to society and people don't really look white weddings are the only excuse for church girls to dance to like ratchet music <laughs> what is it with you today in church girls? because we're going to talk about church girls um not because mona is here um, uh, which one yeah which one, <laughs> which one? lisa lisa <laughs> right, Bible so, study so I, 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 <laughs> we're gonna give the i'll tell i'll tell you why she's called Bible. all right so so I, I think that's pretty much it if the big what's the big what you call it the big um takeaway from this stay in your lane wedding wise and also if you're gonna cohabit mm-hmm. do it wisely knowing you're not gonna get jack from that union yeah well that's cool let's go on to talk about to talk to our guest let's find out what she's about right yes should be interesting yes hey mona i thought i'm lisa you're oh, mona. hey lisa hi mona all right <laughs> hold on for a second and also, if you're gonna cohabit, mm-hmm. do it wisely, knowing you're not gonna get jack from that union. Yeah, well, that's cool. Let's go on to talk about to talk to our guest. Let's find out what she's about, right? Yes. There should go. be interesting. Yes. Hey, Mona. I thought I'm Lisa. You're oh, Mona. Oh, hey, Lisa. Hi, Mona. All right. <laughs> 
Hold on for a second. This is Miss V Candy, and you are listening to Onai and the other guys. Check out my new collab with Nyanda of Breaking Lakes, Gigi Lemayne, produced by Zander Mix Masters, Sir Mark Madison. Now available for streaming on SoundCloud. Hey. Ring the alarm. Ring the alarm. Ring the alarm. One bag of mud, something about the quad. We call him. Right, so this one day I was going to work and I always used to bump into this girl every time I'm away to work, right? And I was like, first day I'm gonna say what's up, current too scared. Second day, current too scared. Third day I was psyched up, but she wasn't there. I never saw her again. Went to ZFM, did voiceover, like training, and then I bumped into this girl. I'm like, yo, what's up? <laughs> to which she said, hi. All right, and then I think we had a chit chat. I told her this story, and then she took out her phone. And then she said, uh, "Can I have your number?" I was like, "Wow, girl, <laughs> that was the first, the first time." Like the girl I wanted to talk to, and she asked for my number. My life is made, right? I thought well, it was going to be for some other other things, but then this is what she did. She then invited you to Bible study, which is exactly why she got the name Bible study. So I actually kind of saved her as that. I go to this Bible study, right? It was winter. <laughs> okay. And then she is leading the whole Bible study, and everyone's calling each other brother, this sister, that brother, this sister, that. I'm like, okay. Um, and I really wanted to pee, all right. <laughs> so I wanted to pee, but I couldn't ask her because she was leading. And I think where it looked like the the bathroom was was like Upstairs, everyone, everyone yeah. knew that Cinder goes. So this guy's going to pee. <laughs> <laughs> like this morning, Lisa girl invited this guy, and all he wants to do is pee, <laughs> right? So I, I just left, I just left, and 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 that was it. But then I I saved her name is Bible Study Bay, which she is our guest today. This is Mona Lisa Dubey. How are you doing? I'm good. How am I saving your phone now, Gonna? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. But thanks so much for for coming through to Dada and the other guests. We're really happy to have you. Can I say that was the greatest curve? Of all time, Chat. like I'm gonna start doing that. Like a guy asked for my name, and I'm doing, that. dude. Okay, so you should come to cross culture with me on Saturday. <laughs> like, no, yeah. But I actually went to Bible study. Yeah, that's good. And you didn't come back. Ah. Oh, oh nice. Jesus loves you. Oh, I know, I know, I know. You should I know. have gone. Well, I mean, wow. Let me tell you why I didn't go. She was back. trying to show you heaven. Let me tell you why I didn't go back. All right. Mm-hmm. It's because there's times when I actually wanted to talk to her, and she'd ignore me. This chick is good at ignoring people on the phone. So you declined the ticket to heaven because you got ignored by Mona. There's, there's, there's like roads Hallelujah. To... But anyway, she, she's here today. All right, I'm Mo- here. Mona Lisa. Right. <laughs> she curves a lot. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. We actually once fought over online, but anyway. Really? Yeah, we did. Um, she don't I remember fight, you. Oh, I fights with everyone online. Right? Yeah. Like, right. But yeah. anyway, so you have done television before. Yes. How did you not get knocked up? Like everyone else on television. Huh? You've got the makanakas yeah, yeah. in stuff. I was like, really? I was just, I was just trying to register. Like, okay, so TV equals yeah. getting knocked up. No, no, I'm saying like most. What happens to most of the girls who start young on TV? Where are they now? One got knocked well, up. One. And, one and the other one is in surface, right? Yeah. 
Okay. And the other chick is still doing some great work. Okay, cool. so bad stereotype. Yep, very bad. Very bad. Considering Bible Bay in your phone though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bible Bays can get dodgy too. So tell us, like, oh. like, like, oh. no, they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I know that, but it's. But, wow. All right. Television style uh, base. Yes. How, yeah, how, tell us about that. How did you start doing that? How did I? How did I get mm. it? Yeah. Uh, well, it was like it was actually a very new show on uh, the new channel, Channel Two on ZBC, mm-hmm. and they were just looking for presenters. And I just finished high school, so you know when you're doing that, you know, trying to find a place at the university, and you're done, and you know, have so much time on your hands. That's how I got it. I went for the auditions, and I got it. Yes, and, and did you always want to do that particular style stuff? No, I never thought of, actually I didn't see myself doing TV or media at all. It was just one of those things that you just see people do, oh yay, that's nice. I was a commercial student, mm. uh, I was actually doing accounting. Mm. And then, yeah, so I never saw myself in television at all. Or radio? Or radio, not how, even radio. How are you pretty strict in school? Like, to this day, I know a teacher who taught after you left, uh-huh. and I heard your name is still, like, people... Don't say your name five times in the mirror. For real? Yeah. Like, I heard people are still scared of you to this day. Like, you are very strict. You are like a student leader, yeah? Oh, still so isn't... You were like a head girl. I was deputy, actually. Right. I was mm. deputy head girl. Uh, strict? Not really. I just like order, guys. Like, can you just have order? If you're supposed to be in a single file, can you be in a single file? Like, if you're supposed to be the left side of the corridor, can you just do that? Like... Are you sure you just weren't upset of being the deputy instead of being the head girl? <laughs> I could have been a head girl, but then he, my head actually told me I couldn't make it because I was not humble enough. Oh, oh okay. Oh. You see, the curved mistress, you see. Did, did, did it just get a little chilly in here? <laughs> it just apparently, got cold. Yeah, apparently I was a little cocky. You still mm. are, kind of. Oh my God. How am What's, I cocky? And guys, do I look cocky at no. all? No. She's friendly. No, she doesn't look cocky. It's like the world's turning against me. So how do you move from like television <laughs> to like radio now? It's a funny story actually. So then I decided to actually study media. Mm-hmm. So I was already doing commercials then like I was saying. I had to leave that and then get into media. I was at the polytechnic. Mm-hmm. And then so during the course of the diploma, you have to go for attachment. Right. Mm-hmm. So these guys said, no, don't worry. We'll give you attachment. So our attachment was generally four months. So that's like January, February, March, April. So January passed by, nothing. I was just sitting at home. February passed by, nothing. And then remember that time when people at that side were not getting paid and then they said, you know what, freeze, we're not taking any new people. And so it's me waiting, sitting for like two months at home, waiting to be called. And then that phone call never came. So when that reality stuck, I had to start looking for something. That's when I got to ZFM. Mm. Yeah. Pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah. What was your first job as ZFM? I was an intern. I was a I interned for the breakfast show, the ignition, with mm-hmm. TK and Miss Red. Mm-hmm. And then I think I also interned for Patience Musa. Yeah, so what, what does an intern at ZFM do? Well, it depends which which uh, department you are in. I was in programming, so basically what I did was I'll do research, um, find jokes. Um, find jokes? Yes, yes. There was like a joke segment every morning, so I had to find jokes for that. Um, suggest topics and what we could do and then just put the production sheet together and yeah, stuff like that. So it depends on which uh, department you are in. And nice. I was in programming. Yeah, nice. So that's what I used to do. Okay, so what are you doing now? I'm, I'm assuming you're not an intern No, anymore. I'm not an intern anymore. I'm now a producer-presenter. 
I am. I don't know if you guys know Patience Musa's Excel block. Duh. Uh, yeah. No, you never know. <laughs> I'm. I'm her. I'm Patience Musa's producer. I am. So you're like a sidekick. Yes. Boss. Like boss rather than. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Own it. <laughs> own it. Own it's it. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Sp- speaking it. of owning it, right? Mm-hmm. Someone asked me this question, and they really wanted me to ask you this question. Okay. They said, like, look. You have been at ZFM for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And people who come to ZFM, within eight months, they've kind of blown up already. They're like a kind of like a household name type of situation mm-hmm. thing going on. But you have been there. You've been working as a producer for a lot of shows. You mm-hmm. actually have your own show. Yes. But you've got like 15 tweets. All right. You're, the only things you post on Facebook are yourself, which is pretty cool. Like, pretty cool for me. Like, I ain't gonna lie. But uh-huh. someone then said, like, why do you not treat you? And I actually feel the same. Like, uh-huh. well, how come? I know you, we've had this conversation before. But now I see there's more people who actually yeah. ask this question. Like, why is it like you're kind of intentionally not wanting to fully brand yourself, to put yourself out there as mm-hmm. like Mona Lisa Due, proper, proper like that? Um. Okay, I'm thinking whether I should give you a politically correct answer no, or like, I should be honest. Don't. We don't like <laughs> the truth is I am I'm a little self conscious. That's the honest truth. Um, so I'm like, hmm, what's the point? I'm still trying to get past you know social media and how it really works and stuff like that. Yeah. So this is just me living my life. You know, this is me doing what I love to do, and it just so happens to be on radio. Okay. And yeah, so but, that's just my thinking. But don't you think like it will somehow like you're robbing us people of the other side of you, which is a little more like to get like people have that little connection with you because like social media is the only way people mm-hmm. have a connection with you. And you do a show that tackles the youth who happen to be on social, social media. media. I know nobody yeah. says that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I hear what you mean. It's 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 really it's been working progress. I'm working on it. Like I said earlier, it's just issues about myself that I have to maybe start working on. It's nothing to do with, um, I don't know. I just feel like, like I said, it's it's just me living my life. And it just so happens that some people would know me. Yeah. And then you won an award in 2016. Yes. Yes. Tell us about that. Okay, it was I won. It was called. They called it the Youth Coach Award mm-hmm. uh, by the International Mentoring and Coaching Foundation, or is it the International Coaching and Mentoring yeah. Foundation? Yeah. So they said they basically, apparently, what they did was they had sent out the nominations to the people that were nominated for mm-hmm. f- for them to attend this uh, award ceremony. I didn't hear of it. I didn't know I was nominated for an award. And you know, you're, when you're late in the, like, if it's October, September, there are a lot of awards going on, people getting awards. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to get anything. So they had to come over to, to, to the station. Like, no, we're looking for this girl. She does the wise zone. Mm-hmm. We called her up for this um, award ceremony. She didn't show up. So we've come to give her an award. Just wow. like that. So you're not wow. even there at the ceremony? I wasn't even there. <laughs> wow. This, congrats, like, man. It's like a big you. thing. So are you a coach of something or just doing the wise zone? They said that they felt the Y-Zone was some sort of coaching platform for okay. young people where because cool. we talk about a lot of things. Yeah. So they felt like it was it was in a place for young people to be mentored and coached because we have, if we don't have the young people themselves, we have their stakeholders, the people that are into um, things that affect the young people. So that's how I got to be youth coach for 2016. You gave a big shout out to to Ruvene Koparinyatwa. Yes. No, like one of the times where people actually got to know you was when there were like those heated arguments, and yes. then she'd go like Mona Lisa Mona, going. <laughs> you see, I was Ruvenica's intern. I was also okay, 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 okay. I was almost a lot of people's intern. <laughs> okay, when I when I got there, I 
it's really been a journey of self-discovery. Mm. Like, I never knew that I, I would enjoy producing. I never even knew that I would enjoy being on air, but it's been a journey. You know, so because I have a journalist background, I wanted to do something. I wanted to be in news and current affairs. Mm. So that's when I then, actually, what had happened was Ravenico asked me to sit in for, I think it was for The Y Zone and for Health Matters, the other show that she was doing. Because that's when she was, you know, due for a promotion at ZFM. So mm. she was laying off some shows. Mm. So she, so I would sit, she had asked me to sit in for one show, the Y Zone, and me being me, I was like, no, I don't mind sitting for all of the shows, you know. Mm-hmm. And then me sitting for all of the shows, then I started helping her with some of the work that she needed help with. What's yeah. What's the biggest thing that you feel like you learned from Ruvenego? Was that don't hold back, which is something that I'm actually working. Like Ruby does not hold back. If she has a question that she wants you to answer, and you're not answering it, she will keep asking it until you actually answer it or you don't answer it or whatever. So you need to be bold, regardless of who you're speaking with, respectfully, obviously. But ask that question that people need to know or that has to be asked. Don't hold back. That's what I learned from Ruby. And be thorough. Ruby is thorough. All right. So. Speaking of not holding back, if we're going to do that, when a person wants to shoot your shot, their shot with you, what's the best way to do it? There is no best way to do it. Okay. There is no best way to do it, man. Like, with me, even I don't know either. <laughs> nice there, try, though. Nice, nice try. Hey, bright try. Is, is there a worst way to do it? Like, what's the worst? The worst way to do it. You know, I, the thing with, with a number of guys that I've interacted with, it's like there's this notion that um, maybe girls in media, I don't know, or just girls in generally, like stuff. So, like, they kind of, like, flush this things in front of you like mm-hmm. so what's that gonna do <laughs> so what if you're driving or whatever it's your car it's not mine so <laughs> what's the big deal so that yeah. just really puts me off like don't think because of what you do or how much you earn or what car you have or yeah. what stuff you have that's even if you stay with your mother uh, even if you don't drive <laughs> yeah yeah okay that's just pushing it a little but <laughs> <laughs> Damn. thanks guys that's you guys tried you guys tried that's uh you tried, you tried. <laughs> <laughs> your, your your dad is a clergyman. Yes. Right. Th- what is that? Is a, a pastor. Is a pastor. No, okay. that's what you just said. Don't I? Don't. Hey, hey. No, he's <laughs> trying to sound educated. We Bougie. just shut him down for not living with his mom and not driving. <laughs> Bougie. Guys, stop it. Yes, um, how is how is it reconciling like the principles of of like being like a pastor's kid and uh-huh. then doing like yeah. you know media? Initially, I didn't. Okay, okay, okay. Rewind, rewind, rewind. When I was younger, I wanted to be a, a model. Like, you know, I wanted to be like, you know, your Miss your Miss. So when I was in like high school, I'd get into this pageants, you know, and my dad would come. So this one time, I then got like a contract with this uh, modeling agency. That's how I got to know how my dad really feels about it. And he literally just shut it down. Like, it's not going to happen, you know, and he didn't mince his words on that. So I didn't know or think it would actually allow me to do media. Because it, it, it then slowly became like a secret dream of mine that I didn't tell anybody about. <clears throat> so I didn't think it would allow me. So him allowing me and actually giving me his blessing was like, oh, wow. You know, you but... Th- sorry, do you think that maybe he was also thinking 
this could be a way to advance the word through you, media. Like, yeah. uh, it could be. It could like he's be out there saying, when are you gonna do that? Like that Sunday. That you know, <laughs> that, that Sunday. You know, that, yeah. that you know that you think just, 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 just that idea. I'm sure it, it would work. It could be. It could be in his back of his head. I don't know. But well, the thing is. It doesn't matter whether you're a pastor's kid or you're not a pastor's kid. Mm. It's really about who you are. You know, it's about do I value the principles that my dad has taught me over the years or to me it's just like a cover. Okay, so he's the one who's a pastor, not me. You know, I could have that mentality to say Mm. he's the one who's a pastor, not me. So I'm just going to live my life the way I want to live it. But I don't think it's so much to do with being a pastor's kid, which always has its advantages and disadvantages, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's so much to do with me and whom I have chosen to be and actually abiding by the principles that my dad has taught me over the years. Just a quick question. Like, as a pastor's kid, I've probably been asked this a lot, but um, is there pressure to act in a certain way? Lots of pressure. Yeah. Especially particularly at church you yeah. know like everyone is like oh okay so she's a pastor like everybody expects you to be perfect yeah you yeah. know you have to do everything right so there is a a lot of pressure so people actually know that i'm a pastor's kid i don't know somehow found out some people that are actually hey i'm Mona Lisa. my dad's a pastor and these people <laughs> just find out somehow because i i don't want to be treated any differently yeah. you know what i mean so um the for me, the pressure actually comes from maybe at church where people expect you to behave in a certain way. Mm. But around me, I don't really, I don't want to use the word care because that would be harsh. But It's okay. You I, don't care. I, <laughs> you don't care. Yeah. I don't care what people think of me. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As a cool segue, all right, um, going into the feeling station because mm-hmm. we're going to go on this conversation. We want to talk about church goals. All right. So just after like this little thing that's going to go in between here. Really, really, though. Really, 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 though. All right. Um, <laughs> it's like a strand of your hair. This kind of <laughs> That's in the headphones. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what we're going to talk about today, as she was already talking about being a pastor's kid, is very, very close to it. We want to talk about church girls. We want to decode that term. And church boys. And church boys, right? But mostly church girls because people care about church girls more than church boys. Really? Yeah. No. Do they? I don't know. I think so. N- what, what does I that mean? No, church girls get more flack than church boys just actually they don't for real yeah we'll talk about that then so <laughs> no we will like what's what's the thing what is a church girl and church boy like when they say like you're a church boy or a church girl what does that even mean that's what i like to know i think it's more like you're getting when you get your church girl or church boy you're getting a person that is not holier than thou but some someone who's grounded you know mm. someone if you say ah, i'm hungry dear and they say I'll cook for you, yes, I'll clean the house for you, kind of thing. I think that's the mentality that is there with being a church boy or a church girl. Mm. A church boy, on the flip side, is, honey, I'm tired, do you mind looking after... No, it's okay, baby, I'll give you a massage, you know, kind of thing. That kind of thing, you know, that just takes care of you. You know, that's, that's I perceive to be a, what people label as church I, th- I thought a church I, th- I thought a church girl was that type of chick who would do when you send like yo what are you wearing like on whatsapp she goes like I'm wearing the full armor of God yes <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you do no okay <laughs> but, but wait what do you do yeah when someone asks you what are you wearing I've never been asked that should I be worried yeah. <laughs> no, maybe it's because you're you're the pastor's kid, so no every church boy is very scared. Lightning. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. 
but, <laughs> but for me, mm. um, the church girl, church boy thing always has some sort of underlying exactly. negative connotation. Which yeah. is what, which ones are they? Like you are. You're not gonna get in those pants. <laughs> but is that a negative thing? <laughs> what if you're not supposed to get in those? <laughs> so that's, I, I mean, to some people, there'll be a negative thing. Or I uh, get it because <laughs> you can't get in well, those. It's like. It's like People, it's like people when when they call you, oh, you're such a church girl. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you are like a wet blanket over a fire. I yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, people don't want to drink beside you because they'll be like, yeah. oh, you're gonna judge me. Yeah. No one. Okay. You then basically ostracized from all the worldly cool people. So basically, I don't know. It's like it's not a nice word when people say it. Don't don't you don't you think that sometimes people are hated for being church girls and church boys because they're always kind of Bible bashing all the time? Uh, I don't. I know you. Do I Bible bash you? Yeah, you send me texts every morning. That doesn't mean I'm Bible bashing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the thing is, when people call you like uh, from personal experiences, obviously, people uh, somehow just say, "Oh, you're." perfect so to speak um, like you don't do anything bad you don't smoke you don't drink or whatever that everyone else is doing so much that you make everybody by just be, someone just say Mona Lisa by just being you like I'm so uncomfortable around you just because of who you are mm-hmm. it's not, <laughs> you know it's not because I said on I don't drink next to me or on I don't smoke next but to me kind of feel the but vibe. they just feel like mm, let me go elsewhere you know but you also get left out like she was saying a lot of things you know they won't even try to invite you for anything or tell you what's happening anyway you know so you feel really left out it's sort of like a label that I once got in this group like Musa you don't act like you're married and it's and it's sort of <laughs> like how is a married person supposed to act not the you way know? you act which is which is what though which is which is what, like a church person is, mm. you can I can be going to church, mm. but uh, technically I shouldn't care what people think. It's just what's inside that matters, right? It's like I know my personal Maybe relationship. Maybe like OTT church or what's in like those Pharisee type people? Yeah, I feel I feel like it derived from when. Um, being Christian was sort of like an elite group of people uh-huh. and whoever wasn't a Christian was a savage and non-conforming person and everything. And then those people who felt like, mm, those Christians trying to be fly and stuff, they started eh, church girl, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so it then became um, sort of like a, the equivalent for nigger. I get it. Yeah. But I've, I've often seen like when, when us guys are talking about girls, the guys are like, nah, I'm just talking about baby baby church. And there's always this guy who's like, I'm a baby church. Why? And I just don't believe my baby. Why? Do I still believe right? Like, where is that coming from? What are people, these girls from church doing that makes them the not go to place when it comes to certain guys? Like, how does that even work? Is it is it that they're just being normal people and then they're being seen as a little more open to to criticism because the people know their standard or it goes back to what uh lisa said mm. they see you as perfect mm. one and then the moment you are seen it unplugged mm. it doesn't matter what what who you there with for what for who and for when mm-hmm. people be like mm, she a freak mm-hmm. you know, she goes on sunday she was singing at an, at an unplugged on saturday but then on sunday she was singing and leading the bible study so it becomes it becomes this whole notion of She's supposed to be perfect, yeah. but she's really not. Exactly. Or on the yeah. flip side, mm. the guy is just saying, I like it because 
again she's not giving it up so you're just like ah bruh why you want to go there man just go this side you there you won't get nothing you just be you just be dry for two years there's nothing you don't get anything you don't get anything you know yeah and then there's also the flip side for the boys mm. Church boys are notoriously known for being players. Yes. Really? Yeah. 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 Which church like, do you go to? That has got no church. Church. father's church. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so, so she doesn't know. What are the church boys at your church like? I don't know, actually. I'm telling see, you. She, 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 she is respectful. <laughs> I'm not going to call you Bible study bay anymore. Why? Because you don't even know about the guys from your own church. Here's Listen, the thing. you're uh. not listening uh. tonight. Yes. She's the pastor's Oh, daughter. yeah, so people won't even open they up to you. They won't even yeah. go so, there. You, you tell us, because you're like the ultimate church girl, right? What are yes. some, like, some of the crazy, 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 you were, you were speaking on them, the crazy pressures of being a pastor's kid? Okay, you, it's like, a, it's really odd when people hear that maybe you have a boyfriend or have had the boyfriend. It's like, oh, you have a boyfriend? Oh, you had a boyfriend? <laughs> you know, that, that type of thing. It's like... You can't date or you can't be seen. Even just interacting with guys from opposite, like people like guys mm. who are maybe not from your church. It's like, mm, what's, happening, what's happening? Who's that guy? Who's you know? that guy for why? why? But maybe I work with him, you know, that, that type of thing. Mm. It's like every time you're somewhere with a certain group of people, it's like you feel like you have to explain, but no, this is Onai. He's um he's my friend from you know it's like you feel like you have to explain because people are looking at you funny you know what mm, I mean yeah. yeah those are some of the, the pressures that come with it because they probably know good if I go and tell uh, Diko Ningi <laughs> Diko Ningi will tell my dad and then the dad will call up and be like listen my son <laughs> this is my daughter that has actually happened before uh, hey oh, yes. oh, tell us what for happened. real what I happened? I don't know what happened but then you know like I was walking with. Like, I was my friend from the neighborhood. So we we're walking together towards home anyway. So someone actually called my dad. It's like, ah. I've seen your daughter. Like, actually what the person said was, hey, you're strict for this, this, but your daughter's in the streets. She's, she's walking with a guy, blah, blah, blah. So my dad actually had to leave the house to, to come look for me towards. It was so dramatic. And though. when we found the guy, what did he say? He just walked past us like, I've seen you. I've seen you. Type of thing. It was so dramatic. <laughs> and then when he goes, I'm like, no, it's just, it's just a guy from the neighborhood. I was just, we were just walking home, really. Oh. I, so, I, wonder, I wonder how people from church expect the church girls to get married or whatever. You don't if know. they <laughs> consistently put these, these labels on them like that. I'll, I'll tell you we what, will mm-hmm. sit down and discuss who is the perfect match for you and then we will tell you this is this is what that my brother onai mm. is the one because according to matthew <laughs> <laughs> this is what my father-in-law did uh, to his daughter um, wait she is the pastor's girl no 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 okay. but it was more like i'm, I'm assuming if, if like it's a dad situation like he'll be like i'm gonna drop you off 10 minutes away from the combis and then you're going to walk to the companies to work so that at least you can start marketing yourself. That's yeah. how he did it. <laughs> and, then, and then ultimately, we met at church. But yeah, that's what he used to do to us. Kind of thing. So. Like, just to wrap this up, this whole thing up, like, at the end of the day, do you think it's a cool thing to be called a church girl? Should, should people just own it? Yeah. My yeah. hashtag on Instagram is Jesus girl. Because... But then that kind of that kind of opens you up to like a whole lot of oh you Jesus girl, but yeah. you were, you were talking about twerking on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. do you know how how many how many times? Because I'm still transitioning. Hey, hmm. oh yeah, I'm still like a vampire type of thing. Okay, how many times I have sworn <laughs> on this podcast? Yeah. I have said 
a lot of cuss words on this podcast uh-huh. and when people because some people haven't heard the very first ones and mm-hmm. haven't heard the ones since mm-hmm. so when they listen and then they go on my instagram and they see in my facebook and they see all these devotional messages and stuff they're like you're they're fake. like oh you fake out here cussing on, on your on your podcast yeah. but now you want to come to my whatsapp and send me a devotional message and i'm like dude it's a it's, it's a journey you don't just wake up and all of a sudden you're like quoting scripture you, you and being pure and then reading the Holy Monday. Spirit. So like church, yeah. church girls and church boys, there's no more people who went to Sunday school instead. No. And actually listened to Sunday school. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Don't judge. Don't be judging. I'm not judging. I'm, no, I'm saying. Uh, okay, like, people the, shouldn't yeah, be judging. Yeah, people shouldn't be judging. Just because I'm a church girl doesn't mean I'm going to walk around and start quoting the Bible to you because you're drinking. But church girls are allowed to twerk though. Like for for, for their, their husbands, for their husbands. I guess. Well, yeah. How else are you gonna keep it? But to What's her name? I don't know. What's her name? My Gungu. You know my Gungu, right? So wait, 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 wait. Let's put her on the spot. Your mom is a pastor's wife. <laughs> right? Yes. Or Would not? she teach these young girls how to twerk? I don't think so. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> What if your mom came to you and was like, I want to teach you how to talk my daughter for your husband. And for yourself when you feel like dancing. I was just like, can I have a moment, mom? <laughs> no. <laughs> can I have guys. a moment? <laughs> You'd be like, I've, who I've, are you? What did she teach my mom? I think first of all, not tomorrow. She will probably send it. No, go see. Uh, am I Whatever. She would teach you. They, 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 they could have like a seminar. No, yeah, they would have a seminar on these things. You know, I feel like here's the thing. Um, the church has so many mysterious systems, especially when you're a single. No, when you're a single girl, yeah. you've got stuff you're not allowed to do, stuff you're not allowed to say. And then the moment you're in a courtship, you start discovering, oh, you can talk to my ninja for this type of stuff. Like, yeah. And then when you get married, it's all like, oh, we've got a, we've got we've a married, got a WhatsApp thing. group <laughs> that will, you know, like, will chuck you in it and then we'll talk about this thing. So Sounds it's a right. mystery. Yeah. So you what actually never know until you get to the gates of door number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I guess uh, we gotta wrap this up. Um, no! no! Right? <laughs> like, okay, fine. Because you know the time of time. We gotta go. But anyway, like for anyone who's labeled as a church boy or a church girl, the best thing to do is just own it. Hashtag own it. Yeah, just own it. If you're day. not a church boy or a church girl, don't don't make it don't make life hard for people who are. Because a lot I see a lot of church boy and church girl church girls shaming going on, on Twitter. Once you're a church boy, you can't mack on a girl, you can't listen to hip hop. You can't WCW anybody. You can't WCW anybody. The only person you can MCM is Jesus. <laughs> And at the end of the day, people start acting differently. Because now, you want to be cool with Mona, or you want to be cool with Musa, but because you know they're going to say, oh, you're a church girl. Mm. You're going to be, oh, oh yeah, dude, you're going to, you know, walk by the farm, about Guarana, because you're saying, oh, no, it's a soft drink, but it's a whatever. And then when you go to church, so you're causing people to sin by judging. But, 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 but I also feel like this. People who are church boys and church girls should know that because you have branded yourself thus, there's a higher standard to which you live your life. And people will judge you by the standard and deal with it. Yeah. You just got to deal with it. Deal with it. Mm. Do you. Anyway, that's, that's all for today. I'm sorry. <laughs> what else did you guys want to talk about? Get out of here. We just wanted to hang. All right, cool. We can hang after. Uh, where can people reach you? Uh, let's start with Mona Lisa. You've been, oh, let's save the best for the guest. Save the guest <clears throat> for last. Mona. Did you see what he just did? I said guest for last. You wanted to say best. Even if I did. Mm-hmm. What you going to do? Okay. 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 Yeah, Mona, Lisa Chishado. Where, where can people get you? 
Yes, it's Mona Lisa Cage. Shout out on Facebook, Miss Mona underscore two six three on Instagram and on Twitter, and Miss Mona WordPress. Check out the other I forgot, but yeah. Dope, Musa. And just the Twitter handle. There we go. But you can also watch Musa at the Impro Show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go onto the Facebook page, Impro the Impro Show, you'll find us there. There we go. Yes, great stuff. And then the guest for last. Okay, um, on Facebook, I'm just Mona Lisa Dubé. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, Mona Lisa underscore Dubé. And on Twitter, Mona underscore Dubé. All right. Underscore is a thing. Underscore is a thing. No, because my name only. is like so, I don't know, it's hard it's, to find the username. You can, you can. It's like Mona123 is already taken like two. <laughs> like, All right. Um, my name is Onai. You've been listening to Onai and the other guys on Figuring Life in 30 or so minutes. And figuring is not a word. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> like our Facebook page, that's Capital 263. And till next time. Bye. Bye, Felicia. And now. And now. Capital 263.